0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound
1: the battle cry.
0: Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: For the your on, stand firm, everyone, rest your Hey there, Edwin. Hey there, Andrew. It's Friday.
0: Wrapping up the week.
1: I feel like, I feel like you haven't asked me all week about my socks.
0: Well, I realize that I ask that question every week, and I figure people who are listening in on these conversations are just plum sick of it. Are you wearing Friday socks?
1: You know what? Let's check. Friday I'm socks. I'm wearing Friday socks. <laughs> when did you get those? I have to give a little shout out. I, and, I, and I don't know who. I don't know who. So it's either someone in the congregation or one of our great Text Talk listeners. I don't know. But there showed up at my house this last week a bag of socks. With no note, I have no idea who has given me these socks, but it has changed my wardrobe. Wow! When I wake up in the morning, I just look at the calendar. What day is it? And then I go to the sock drawer, and there's the socks with that day. And it's just changed. It's it just changed my entire process.
0: Well, I have to tell you, I I wish I knew where they found those. I looked through Amazon high and low for you for Christmas to get Did socks you? for you for every day, and I could not find. I. I found girls' socks. Okay. With, are those girls' socks? They are, you are not. Sh- you sure? No, they are. They, they go way up the calf. These are nice socks. Because, man, I looked for those. That was going to be your Christmas gift for me, and I could not find socks for I'm every day of the week. Wonderful people have been sending me some socks here lately.
1: And, uh, yeah, every day of the week, and it's just tremendous. So whoever you are, thank you. And I'm wearing them. I've got my Friday socks on today.
0: Well, and I just want everyone to know that what I want is Friday money. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, like, well, I guess I won't give my address. But.
0: <laughs> Well, that's the
1: funny thing. I don't recall giving... I mean, I know you like to dox me from time to time, but, <laughs> but
0: I don't think we've put the address out there. Oh, wow. All right, look, so, we got we to wrap up Matthew 24. I
1: know, I know, but you know, you hadn't asked, and I was ready for you today. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah. You,
0: tell, you tell everybody. I'm telling them. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you for you. the socks. Absolutely. Thank you for the socks. Matthew 24, verses 45 through 51. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him. And at an hour, he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites in that place. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You had the exact same
1: response I did reading that. Wow. These, uh, these last couple of sermons here in Matthew, it's some fiery stuff, isn't it? Well, all, you know, all the different woes. Now you've got
0: all this prophecy about destruction and judgment. And now this
1: story, I mean,
0: wow. Well, as you go through the gospels, one of the things that you pick up on is there, it, it's Jesus versus the temple. And it's Jesus versus Jerusalem, and the look. Jesus is saying, "I'm going to win. I'm going to win. You guys are about to kill me. Mm -hmm. I I get it. I get it. But I'm the one who's going to get the last word because I will return. I will return. And because this happened, there will be judgment. Mm -hmm. It is coming. Mm -hmm. And look, but you know what? If you listen, I'm warning you. You can listen to me. If you let me be your king, if you let me be your Christ you'll escape this mm-hmm. and you'll be able to have life because those who endure to the end will be saved. He has that in this in this discourse. But for those who are killing the prophets, mm-hmm. who are killing the servants that the vineyard owner has sent Whew. and then killing the son, mm-hmm. he look, it is judgment that is coming. He is going to destroy that city and he's going to destroy all those who have walked like that city, who have followed the lead of that city. It is coming. It's going to happen. I see a
1: connection here in in this portion of the sermon, again, to the Sermon on the Mount, when he ends in Matthew 7 talking about a wise builder versus a foolish builder. And what is the wisdom? The wisdom is in hearing his words and doing them. Mm -hmm. And now we've got this echo here of a wise and faithful servant And again, what is the mark of the wisdom that when the master comes, even unexpectedly, he's actually doing, he's he's heard and he is doing the will of his master. And he'll be pleased, and in, in uh, the master will be pleased. At the end of the Sermon on the Mount, there's going to be the storm, right? The, it's going to test the foundations, the wind and the waves, uh, yeah, the wind and the floods. But he's gonna he's gonna stand upon the rock. And here the masters come, and and this is the judgment. This is the storm, baby. <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know, what is your foundation?
0: Is there something in this? And not to just quickly shift but as you're talking as you're talking and you're making us think back about passages that we've already read i'm even just thinking back earlier to the chapter and earlier in our week you remember the discussion we had just a couple days ago about because lawlessness increases the love of many will grow cold yes is that are we seeing a picture of that in this potential foolish servant okay the master is delayed and Mm -hmm. so his love for the master has grown cold now he's just thinking about his own Pleasure and his competition with the servants. And, yeah. So, that's, this is what the lovelessness would look
1: like. It's going to look like selfishness. It's going to look like taking power to yourself and um, abusing other people, or at least operating at their
0: expense. That's what lovelessness is. It, it's, it's this selfishness. And so he says, Look, the master is coming at a time you don't expect. See, here's, here's the way so many servants work ah, the master has gone on a trip hmm. And he's told me the day he's going to return. And so, hey, you know, look, I got plenty of time to get to that. I got plenty of time to get to that. I'll dust the furniture. I'll make sure everybody's taken care of. I'll I'll get everything set up. You know, look, I know he's coming. And so for the two days beforehand, I'll work hard, but right now it's party time. Mm. Right now it's part I mean, it's kind of like how most of us handled our term papers and science projects in high school.
1: Well, that's again when your wife goes away to visit mother and (laughs) But you know
0: she's gonna be back on on Monday and so you and the kids better have this place figured out. We've gotta get it it straightened out. (laughs) And then she shows up on Saturday and it's in the doghouse for you. (laughs) What are you doing yeah that's exactly right so of course this master it's it's a much more serious thing because he's really not just talking about keeping the house taken care of he's talking about being his faithful and wise servant and i appreciate you bringing up the the parable at the end of the sermon on the mount and that connection it's not just hearing it's doing which ties us back to you remember the parable of the two sons hey yeah that's right the one who says yeah i'll do what you said and then he goes off and doesn't do it but the other one who first says i'm not going to do that but Then he goes and does it. Mm -hmm. And it's really about doing. It's not just about hearing. It's -hmm. not just about agreeing with, hey, look, I hear you. You're the master. Hey, I agree. You're the master. It's, I love the master. Yeah. I love the master. And so I'm going to do the master's things. I'm going to do what he said, whether he's coming today or tomorrow. I know this is how the master wants me to behave. I'm I'm going to do this now. I'm not, I'm not waiting to do it as, as eye service, as lip service is just pleasing to, to if he's looking at me, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. It is such a severe judgment upon
1: this wicked servant. Um, you know, I know there's a school of thought that says that once you commit to following the Lord, you'll never fall away from that. You'll never go back on that. But it seems to me that kind of falling away is exactly what's contemplated here, that the Lord hasn't acted in the way that we thought or in the time we thought. And so in his absence, in his absence, well, we've we've turned against the Lord, you know, and begin abusing these other people. That, that's what the master does. And so when When the Lord comes for judgment, it is all the harsher on this servant uh, because he knew he had
0: been a servant. He knew what he was supposed to do, and he went against the master anyway. Well, you don't say love has grown cold unless the love had some fire to it to begin with. True true, so, so here is here is the servant in the household of God who had the love for the master, but now it has grown cold, yeah, and he has turned away from that, and now he 's following his own will, well you know, and not
1: maybe not to make more of this than than what the Lord said, but it is interesting this particular servant he 's talking about is responsible for these other servants. My point is this is not the pawn. <laughs> This is the trusted servant. Good this point. is the one given responsibility. This, mm. this is going to be your two talent, your five talent guy. Good point. That, that's supposed
0: to be doing more. He says, and the, the, the faithful and wise one is the one who is doing it when the master comes. But, you know, interestingly, when I recognize this as a parable and I'm trying to figure out the meaning, here's what I know about my master, is my master even sees what I'm doing when he's, when he's way off in the far country. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not like my master is just oblivious to how I'm living, and then one day he's going to come in judgment, and whatever I'm doing in that moment is how the judgment is going to be based. That's a great point, that he's known and seen. All along, yeah, Uh, and and so it's the it's the recognition that the reason he comes unexpectedly is because he knows what's happening. (laughs) It's it's not like oh I wonder what's going on there when I it's I know and so we're gonna go deal with this we're gonna go deal with this right now and and we're not we're not pulling the wool over our master's eyes that's a great point we're not going to be able to fool him he knows and and it's either going to be the judgment or it's going to be the deliverance and the salvation because we have been faithful and given our allegiance to him
1: i like that you used the word faithful um we talked about this a little bit in conversation or two ago i think with the mic Mm -hmm. was on but but this idea of love can grow cold faith can grow weak Mm -hmm. yeah and uh Luke 18, the Lord's teaching about prayer, and he gives a parable there about a lady that keeps making her entreaty to a judge, and you know, finally, because of her persistence, he, he will give her her request. But we're told at the beginning in Luke 18 and verse 1, he taught them this parable so that they would always pray and not lose heart. And then he asks a question at the end of that teaching, uh, but when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And uh, I, I guess I just, I see these going together, just going hand in hand that if if uh, if there's a, a danger that our love might grow cold, maybe because it's persecution, maybe because we're, we're really needing to see the Lord, but he's delayed. But there's also a warning about faith, and that faith grows weak. Uh, perhaps we're not seeing our, our petitions granted in prayer when we want or the, the feeling that we're not being heard. There are challenges about being a loving servant and a faithful servant to the end, and and we don't take away from that. But we are certainly taught here in Matthew 24 to keep on with the Lord until the end, to know his reward and his joy, and to have a healthy fear of judgment.
0: One of the things about that particular passage you just brought up in Luke 18, I wonder if this is one of those places where the the word pistis is translated, and as so often happens in English versions, it's just translated faith. The Greek word pistis. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's just translated faith, but one of the aspects in its its semantic range is actually the idea of faithfulness. Okay. So it's, you know, when the Lord comes, I'm not sure that he's saying when the Lord comes, will he find anybody who believes him or believes in him? Will he find anyone loyal to him? Will he find anyone Mm. who has been maintaining always praying and not losing heart? Or will he find yeah. people who have simply lost heart? People mm-hmm. whose love has mm-hmm. grown cold, mm-hmm. people whose loyalty and allegiance and fidelity has slipped away. Yeah, And so he's, he's looking not just for a mental assent, a mental yeah. agreement. Oh, well, yeah, I still believe Jesus is Lord. I, I'm just... I'm just going to go beat some of the servants. Well, that's a great point.
1: I mean, look at look at the actions of your life. If you're listening to the text talk today and you're thinking, well, I mean, I don't know about my love or my faith. Well, what's going on in your life? How are you treating your neighbors? How are you treating your family? Right? What What is your attitude about devotion to the Lord or service to the brethren or what have you? These things are tells. It goes together. It's possible to do right things and have a bad heart, a bad
0: motive. It's also possible that you do lousy things. <laughs> you know, verse forty-nine. He begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards. I guess one of the questions I want to ask is, who are you hanging out with? Oh, there you go. Who are you hanging out with? Are you hanging out with the Lord's people? Or are you hanging out with drunkards? Drunkards with with you know with partiers and and folks who who aren't. We're, you know, when the judgment comes, they're going to keep partying. They're going to eat and drink and be married. Be married. And they're going to be tomorrow we marrying die. and giving in marriage. I mean, who are you hanging out with? Yeah.
1: No, that's a, that's a great question. Um, we need to think about some questions along those lines. There's a lot of food for thought here in Matthew 24 that will, I think, nourish our soul and encourage us to walk with the Lord and stay with the Lord till the end. It's Friday, so we certainly want to remind everyone, if you're in the Tampa area this Sunday, come out and worship with us at Livingston. Love to meet you, love to see you. All the information you need about that is found at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. Check it out. Uh, Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you Lord for the day. Thank you for your word, for the scripture. Thank you for the gospel of Matthew the 24th chapter and that we've had time to to read it, to have devotion and consideration of these things this week. I pray your blessings upon us, Father, and upon all who are hearing the the podcast today that we would have a desire to be faithful to you, faithful to you until the end. We know, Father, that you see our hearts and our actions. And so, Father, we we make a determination, a commitment, that we want our hearts, our love, our faith, our actions to be faithful and true to you this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org